welcome to the Heart of Dating podcast. Hey, it's Kate. I'm so glad you could join us this week as we try to entangle the ever so ambiguous world of dating as a Christian. Over here on Heart of Dating, we get real as we answer some tough questions and uncover transformative ways to approach Christian dating. Oh, and you better believe we have some laughs along the way, because last time I checked, the struggle is hashtag real. You know what I'm saying? Now, let's get to the heart of the matter. Friends, we are thrilled to announce the launch of our brand new course, The Date Great Course. And we are letting Heart of Dating listeners be the first to get on the list for the next Date Great Course launch. To get first access, you can visit heartofdating.com forward slash date great. Stay tuned a little bit later and I'm going to tell you all about it. So today's episode touches my heart for a plethora of reasons. The first time I heard this couple's story, I was brought to total and complete tears. Oh, it moved me so deeply that just the vast amount of trauma they had been through, but were able to overcome. So today I sat down with the lovely Gerard and Jeannie Long. Gerard has an extensive banking career background that eventually led him to actually leaving his career to join Alpha USA. He is married to the lovely Jeannie and together they live in Malibu. They also recently launched the Triumph for Marriage course, which is an e-learning course that strengthens couples. It is so amazing and powerful, you guys. So I want to go encourage you to check it out. Gerard and Jeannie have an incredible story of devastation, heartbreak, grief, and then restoration and hope and love. Today, they share about their tragically beautiful story and how they conquered it together with ultimate love and sacrifice and surrender through overwhelming healing and strengthening from God. Friends, the reason why their message is so powerful is that we believe this lie that our relationships are about making us happy. We focus on how the other person can serve our needs, and once it gets hard, we often see that as a red flag and we leave for the next thing. But the fact of the matter is, and what Jeannie and Gerard's story shows us today, is that life is so much more than just being happy. Storms will come, the unexpected will happen, and at the end of the day, you might be left in shambles with your spouse. This is where we have to admit that having a partner to see you through life's biggest hardships is so pivotal. So I hope today you will listen to today's episode with an open heart. The reality is life will probably get ugly and painful and hard and sometimes tragic. So who is it you want standing by your side when that happens? Gerard and Jeannie Long, it's such a pleasure to have you both here today. Well, Kate, thank you. It's a, it's a privilege for us and an honor as well to be with you. Thank it, you so much. It is truly lovely. And if you were here, you would see how lovely Kate looks in her <laughs> super duper dress. I love it. Red polka Makes dots. me happy. <laughs> Wear things that make you happy. I'm all about that. Yeah. Um, so you guys, I'm so happy that you guys live in Malibu, right? So yes. not too far yeah. from me. Yeah, no. Beautiful Malibu. Yeah. Yes. It's kind of the dream love place it. that everyone would want to live, I think. I would love to go out there and it, live there. <laughs> it's, it's amazing. We're so grateful. We're right on the ocean. In a little tiny little apartment, but we boy, do we have a beautiful view, and yeah. we're so grateful for that. Yeah, it's precious, really, because we we hadn't ever been to Malibu, oh. and it's just the, it became very clear that that God was calling us down here, which is a whole other story in itself. But yeah. it, it. it is a great place for feeling uh, the healing mm. of one one's heart. Yes, yes. So would you two tell us maybe a little bit about who you are and what you do right now? Yeah, sure. So as you can tell from the accent, we're originally from the UK. <laughs> we're Brits. Something and, about uh, the accent makes me happy. Okay. Uh, oh, well, that's, that's nice. That's nice. <laughs> so, yeah, the first um, first 44 years or so of our lives, we were living in the UK. Mm. 
and um, and then God moved us very clearly to New York. I was working for HSBC at the time, big international bank. So we shifted, big change, shifted over to New York for two years, then to Chicago for 11 years, and then we've been down in Malibu for about four years now. Wow. Mm. It was a wrench, though, leaving London. We had the privilege of building up a church uh, together with a handful of sweet brothers and sisters. And so it was a clear calling mm. um, to come to America That's through Jared's yeah. work. Um, and it's been one very big adventure. Yeah. Mm. And you guys have a few projects you're working on right now, right? Yeah, so, our, yeah, so our ministry uh, is called Awakening to God Ministries. Yeah. And uh, it's based on Isaiah 61. So it's all about helping the poor, bringing good news to the poor, Mm. binding up the brokenhearted, freedom for captives and release from darkness for the prisoners. And so Mm. we do that all around the world. Uh, We've just been out Mm. to India where we're helping villages to have clean water, providing uh, bore wells for clean water. Mm. Every home in the village has has given a mosquito net. Um, we take medical teams in there yes. um, to help them, and then we provide them with food as well. So we're on a project now for a hundred villages, wow. helping hundred, helping thousands, tens of thousands wow. of people. And at the same time, we're taking them the good news about Jesus Christ as mm. well. These are mainly Hindu, but also some Muslim villages. So oh, it's wow. it's a great, yeah, it's an honor and privilege. And then the brokenhearted as anyone who's maybe lost a loved one, mm. maybe a breakup of a marriage or a relationship or something's happened in their life. And then the captives of people who've had something in their life that they had, didn't want, maybe abuse as a child or maybe they, they uh, are suffering from the loss of finances or loss of health. Mm. And then mm. prisoners would be people who've made wrong decisions, yeah. Yeah. addicted, people who are addicted. Yeah. but also incarcerated. Mm. And all of those groups, those are the ones that Jesus said, these are the ones that the yes. Spirit of God's on me. Yes. He's anointed me oh, to help these it. people. And that's where we feel out, out of our story, out of our brokenness, mm. we want to help mm-hmm. those groups of people. Absolutely beautiful. I actually just recently went to one of California state prisons, and it was one of the most eye-opening, beautiful experiences for mm. an event with Prison mm. Fellowship called the Hope Event. And mm. so I could not have been, it, like everything you're saying is so touched my heart as well. Mm. Yes. Um, and just God calls us to love all of his children and yes. all of his people. So Amen. I absolutely love, love, love what you guys are doing. Yeah. Thank well, you. Thank you. Yeah. Well, it was birthed in our own great sorrow yeah. waiting to god ministries was birthed yeah. in immense sorrow and mm. tears yes and we're very humbled and privileged mm. to the calling we have in this season yes you know yeah. and you know in the early church when you look at church history it was their acts acts of love to the broken that actually witnessed to the onlookers oh, right. that's why the rome that roman empire took on mm. christianity because they saw it was the christians who were helping when there was a plague they were the ones who were mm. doing all of that. And I think that's something that young people today want to see, yeah. the church doing these things to change the world. Mm. And so that's part of our, our vision and passion now. Well, we had a wonderful uh, young man draw, join us. Yes. And that, that was very exciting. Mm. To In India. Someone young yeah. with oh, us. Oh, yes. so exciting. We yes. had, we had we prayed. Young people to and we do. And it yeah. was just so, yeah. so special. Yeah. Okay, so you and you brought this up, Jeannie, but you two have an impeccably beautiful story of, you know, sudden trauma, confusion and and grief and Mm. um, then of restoration and inspiration and beauty. And Mm. one reason I particularly wanted to have you two on today is because I think in terms of dating, um, we can get caught up in looking for something that will make us happy. Mm. And sometimes we hyper focus on that and we 
end up eliminating so many potential options because we aren't quite, I guess, quote unquote, happy with the relationship. And you see that happen time and time again. But the fact of the matter is when you look at life and the scheme of life, there's so much more than just being happy, right? And storms will come, the unexpected will happen. And at the end of the day, you might be left in shambles in your relationship or in your marriage. And um, this is where we have to admit that having a partner is um, to see you through life's biggest mm. traumas and struggles is so pivotal. And we mm. had a guest on earlier this year, mm. Gary Thomas, who says, you know, um, marriage isn't about making you happy. It's about making you holy, which I love mm. that he says that. And mm. I, I repeat that over and over. Mm. But um, so I'm really, really especially grateful to have you guys on today because of your story, which is just so profoundly beautiful and impactful. Mm. And the Thank first you. time I heard it earlier this year, I was totally overwhelmed and completely inspired. And I just said, gosh, I this story touched my heart and such beautiful perspective in it, such beautiful hope in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm so excited to have you guys on today. So I guess with all that being said, I'd love to ask if you would delight us in sharing some of your story with us. Sure, it'd be a privilege. <clears throat> we know it's one of, the, one of the things that is clear in Scripture that we're called to something much greater than our, our own happiness it's not about us ultimately it's about yeah. god and his glory and when we live for that then we live in his fullness so our story goes back um, to the to the uk and uh i'll just start for myself initially and how Jeannie and i met so i grew up in a christian home came to faith in christ as a young boy but never made jesus my lord went away from him in my teen years and then uh, Jeannie and I met in that time that I was away from God. I was a, I was a, an athlete, serious athlete. Jeannie was a professional ballerina. Mm. And then in, in 1980, I had a profound encounter with God my last year at college. And uh, it was very clear. God was saying to me, if you go my way, you may not get the things you want on the outside, but I'll give you fullness of life on the inside. And so I surrendered everything from that moment on. My pleasures, uh, our relationship, my athletics, uh, all, all the things, money, business, I just said, okay, God, I want you now to be Lord. You need to be number one in my life. And his love filled my heart mm. like never before. It's like liquid love. Mm. And from there on in, I just wanted to live for God's glory mm. and to see Jesus revealed, the real Jesus, not 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 religion in the wrong sense, but the real Jesus. Yeah. So Jeannie came to faith shortly after that, and uh, we we gave away everything. We had a, we had a business or money. We gave it. We wanted to start from from mm. just a base of trusting God. Mm. And uh, we got married at 23 years old, and it was be- beautiful. And we ended up in London, mm-hmm. and uh, I was pastoring a church with some other guys. And uh, but my tent making was banking. <laughs> Sounds strange. Yeah. <laughs> and and we we co led the church. It was a good model. Three of us were leading the church, and it was an amazing church. We saw God do incredible things. We started running a thing called Alpha. Mm. Drug addicts, alcoholics, um, broken people in our front room. We did it for five years, three times a year. Saw them coming to faith in Jesus. And it was amazing to see that. Mm. Now, while that was going on, we, we had three wonderful children, Rebecca, Ben and Alex. And that was that was beautiful. They were incredibly gifted and talented children. Came to know Jesus, got baptized. Mm. And we thought we were going to be in London until the Lord came back mm-hmm. or until we went to be with him. Yeah. We were just sold out home, for him. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And and we wanted to see a, a transformation going on there. Yeah. But God made it very clear in 2001 uh, that he had a, a, another part of our story that wasn't in London. And we ended up moving to New York. I was yes. asked by the bank I was working for, HSBC, to move to New York to look to launch a global product. So we shifted. It was a big transformation. 
thankfully, God made it very, very clear with, with words and, and uh, scripture and other things. We moved over to New York. And then uh, in 2003, I was asked to do an integration between HSBC and Household Finance. It was a $13.8 billion integration. So they, I had to move to Chicago to do that. And I remember in 2004, I said to Jeannie, I said, Jeannie, does it get any better than this? Uh, we had yeah. a beautiful walk with Jesus. We knew him deeply. We lived by his word. We had a wonderful, wonderful marriage, deeply in love, mm -hmm. and uh, three fantastic children who knew the Lord, wonderfully talented. They were, they were mm -hmm. brilliant athletes and uh, very, very bright, intelligent children. Living in a beautiful house, I was earning a huge amount with, on this, in this job as an international expat banker. Wow. Yeah. Does it get any better than this? Yeah. You know, we're, we yeah. were at the top of the mountain. Everything yeah, was fantastic. Was exactly and, you, and that's okay. You know, if people are at the top of the mountain, that's, that's okay. Um, we go through seasons in our walk with Christ. Yeah. But it wasn't long after that. In fact, it was the following year, 2005. Mm. And it was like, like Job. It was though Satan had been released mm. on our family. And one thing after the other in that year, shock after shock, but the, the bottom of the valley was in November 2005 when our youngest son, Alex, he was 17 years at, at the time, uh, very bright, brilliant athlete. He tried to help a boy. He knew the law. He tried to help a boy at school, but the boy was a troubled boy and he ended up taking a drug with this boy and it became delusional. And then on the 8th of November 2005, Alex went outside and uh, he committed suicide. So uh, we, we don't try and describe the pain because there's no words to describe it. But, mm. but it was uh, as though our world had fallen apart. We'd never come across suicide before. It was just absolutely devastating. And Jeannie, her mother's heart shattered and broken from this, uh, went from shock to horror to, to anger yeah. to hatred and then to bitterness. And our beautiful love turned to hatred mm. because the horrible thing with suicide is blame. Mm. Yeah. Why, why did you bring us to America? Why, why did you bring us to Chicago? Why, why did Alex go to this school? You know, trying to rewind to get out of this horror, there's a nightmare that, that she was in. Right. Utter darkness. And for two years she lost her faith. Mm. And uh, it, was, it was like um, torture. It was like a, a, such pain in our home. And I just knew, I just knew at that time that God was calling me to do what I did done uh, in our marriage was to lay my life down, was to to love Jeannie in her brokenness and in her darkness, and uh, and so so by His grace I did, and we learned very very deep things of God uh, during that time. So uh, yeah, it was it went from from beauty to ashes in a, in a very quick time, didn't it? Mm -hmm. Yes, well, um, Stuart in a nutshell has shared um, our some of our story. I would just jump in here and say I never imagined that this would be our story. As Gerard said, we were madly, passionately in love. Mm. Um, we're completely um, following what we felt Jesus calling us to do in London and um, blessed to with seeing many people come to faith which was um, a joy to our hearts mm. and we just had so much fun and laughter it mm. really was like um, living in the uh, the axe really wasn't mm. it? It, it it was wonderful but um, yeah our heart our hearts are broken yeah I think I think to, to so it was it 
it was after that darkness uh, that Jeannie went into. Yeah. Uh, it was our beautiful daughter, Rebecca, yeah. that helped Jeannie particularly to come out of eight years. She was in de- depression and after, and Alex, after yeah. Alex. And she nearly, she nearly died of a broken heart. Actually, mm-hmm. she had a major operation. Her intestines knotted twice. Oh, wow. And uh, Rebecca, was a, she, she loved the Lord, knew the Lord, and she couldn't, couldn't bear the thought of young people dying without knowing Jesus after her heart was broken with, mm-hmm. with Alex. And so she, I'd be, in this time, I'd come to see eternity. So as much as Jeannie ran away from God, I felt I, I, felt, I, I just ran into God. And so I'd get up in the early hours of the morning, uh, middle of the night, and go down to my study and weep until I had no more tears left to cry. And I just felt God's presence so, so clearly in that time. And he, he showed me many things. One of them was eternity. Because I couldn't make any sense. We'd served God with all of our hearts for 24 years. And now this had happened. It it didn't make any sense at all. How was this going to glorify God? And uh, and then God opened up my eyes to eternity. And I started to see that this is just a a vapor. It's just a breath relative to what's to come. Mm. And that God's working through our lives now, not just for now, but for what is to come, for the eternal. When you see the eternal perspective, everything changes. And so that really helped me to be able to understand what was going on and that God was going to work something through this for his glory, like with Joseph. Yes, Remember he said, yes. he said to his brothers, you intended it for evil, yeah. God intended it for good, for the saving of many lives, Genesis mm-hmm. 50, 20. And so I could yeah. see that and I'd see that God was calling me to something deeper. And so I also understood about the throne of grace in that time yes. because I was going to the throne of grace and, and receiving from God. Well, Rebecca... She, uh, so I was, I was asked to, to join Alpha USA. Alpha is a, mm-hmm. a, something that helps people to come to know Jesus. Yes, I love Alpha. I'm a part yeah. of it. Here. Uh, yeah. mm-hmm. So because, I, because I was seeing eternity, I was now desperate for souls. Yeah. And, and then I was asked to lead this organization. Yeah. It was all about saving souls. So wow. it fitted in. I understood, okay, God, I see what you're doing with this. Well, Rebecca came. She didn't go into corporate world. She got her MBA at uh, 25 from Loyola University. Yeah. And she decided to come and join me in Alpha. She didn't oh, go wow. into the corporate world. She laid her life down, so wow. to speak. She became a national director for Alpha Youth. Oh, wow. And so she was, amazing. yeah, she was having an amazing impact on, on young people up and down the country. We ended up sharing a platform with her. It was, it was incredible uh, speaking together. And then in, in 2014, uh, we were down in, actually in Southern California here, and we were speaking at a Latino conference. Okay. I had to go to, to London with Jeannie. She stayed on to do some talking down here, and uh, and then uh, on the thirteenth, on the sorry, on the seventh of May, two twenty fourteen, she went back to Chicago. The next morning, she went out for a run, mm. and it was a very very hot day. And she she went down to the lake to cool off. Now we're not sure what happened because she she had blood sugar issues. We think she may have fainted. Anyway, she fell into the lake mm. and she couldn't get out where she'd fallen in. She tried to swim round to a boat ramp and the water was 37 degrees and uh, she got hypothermia. Oh and although she was calling out for help, four people ran, rang 911. Uh, she ended up drowning. Mm. So now uh, on top of, of, of Alex, our brokenness with Alex, now our beautiful daughter who was just such a sweet girl loved jesus so much she was so precious to us she was living with us as our best friend when she wasn't traveling mm. now she was gone as well so so Jeannie, in that time um she i didn't realize it but she realized she couldn't go through this grief again 
and she decided she was going to take her own life. Mm. And uh, so she went upstairs and uh, she wasn't going to come out of the room that she was going into. She was going in to take her life. And then she had this incredible encounter Mm. with God and uh, she was completely transformed. It was a very sacred moment. Mm. But she came downstairs and I said to to her, Jeannie, what's happened to you? And she, her whole face had changed. And then two other people that same day who knew us well, knew Jeannie Wells, came and they saw her and they said exactly the same thing. So there were like three witnesses on that day for this encounter. She was transformed. And then we realized we were both holding this brokenness. We were broke with our broken hearts and we're saying, okay, God, we don't like this. This isn't a cut we want, but it's what we've got. We want to be faithful to do whatever you want us to do with this. And God had said to her in those moments, well, Judy, your grief is not your own. And we realized he was calling us to the Isaiah 61 ministry, that through the comfort that he was comforting us with, we were now able to comfort other people. Mm. And so now we have people contacting us all around the world uh, who are broken, suffering, uh, the poor, all of those things. He's now using through our brokenness, Uh, his love is reaching those folks and bringing comfort to those people. Mm-hmm. So that's really, that's that's where we are today. And we've learned so many lessons on the way through that. Mm. Utterly broken. And uh, we miss Alex. Mm. Mm. And, and Rebecca, every day with our tears, we weep every day. We miss them so much. But I do have to share that I had an encounter with God that was so powerful. My grief, you see, had taken me to a dark place and I myself became suicidal. Mm. So it, it was an incredible thing and it's a wonder to me that in that encounter, God filled my heart with joy. Um, so much joy that... Um, I see very clearly the spiritual battle we're in. Mm. And uh, even today, Kate, being with you um, in in the spiritual battle, I see that we're kicking Satan in the teeth Mm -hmm. and we're knocking him out the way and we're giving God the glory for what he's done in our marriage, Mm. which is a miracle. It's a victory to be sitting here with you today. Um, And I I feel if I said nothing else, which would be (laughs) easier for me, but um, uh, I I just, it's a miracle that in our marriage today we can declare God is good. Mm, Yes. Oh, my goodness. It's hard to even you know, say, it's hard to say anything after that. It's such a beautiful testimony um, of just God's redemption through your marriage, through your lives, um, the miraculous healing he was able to do and Jeannie for you and that that day and, and what you experienced with God. And um, what a beautiful testament to how mm. loving our father is, right? Mm. And Amen. how he pursues us yes. through every hardship. Yes. And anybody yes. who is going through grief or sorrow or addiction or it feels oppressed, like he mm. is still pursuing all of the brokenhearted yes. or all the lost. Yes. Um, mm. And I just, I that is such a beautiful, because even people listening who may be heartbroken for whatever reason, even from relationship, which can feel like deep heartbreak in ways. Yeah. Um, you know, there is, God is, never stops pursuing yes. in those moments. Yes. 
And what I also particularly love, which is, I mean, not only the miraculous amount of hope and, and redemption in your lives, but how he also restored your marriage and your mm. relationship and how mm. that may not have been an easy process, of course. And yeah. in those years after Alex, when, you know, Jeannie, you you guys had a, a very difficult time. And Gerard, you just said, I know earlier you said it was like you had to lay your life down. Um, and I think just that whole that whole picture of what marriage really is is laying down your life mm-hmm. for someone else mm-hmm. every yes. single day well you know as we alluded to storms mm-hmm. are an inescapable part of our life for all of yeah. us and as Jared alluded to our, we were you know hit with a tsunami that did change our lives and you know Kate you were saying about Jared laying down his life yeah. um I can honestly say if he hadn't laid down his life for me and for our family, um, keeping his promise to me on our married day and our marriage vows, and I'll just pick for better, for worse, he loved me through some very, as as he's shared briefly, and of course it's hard to share, um, eight years of, of um, intense, intensely, um deep sorrow together um he did love me through those dark seasons and i didn't deserve it and uh kate i know your program is called i think um heart heart of dating dating. and um if i may i i'd like to just share here i i think it's a wise wise woman who prays for a man that puts god first that he puts god before them Mm. um that was my own experience um and that that's the reason we're here today right from the early premise um Mm. that that was our experience and i believe that's a key for a beautiful marriage Mm. um that we can be on your um blessed to be on your program today and and to say that we have a beautiful marriage when we have been through um, I would say hell in our marriage. Mm. Satan wanted mm. to split us up. Yes. And um, if it hadn't been for your love and prayers, then I believe this we wouldn't be here today. But um, I, I actually found great comfort when Gerard in those early years told me that there would be nothing that would become between him and God. And, and he has proved that in these darkest of seasons. Um and I think he's rather like King David in the Bible. Gerard is a man who is after God's heart. And I can say that because I've known Gerard for 40 years and we've been married for 37 of those. Mm. He is a great man of faith who loves God's word and holds on to God's promises. Um, and for both of us, they've been at great cost. Um, but um, that, I think is a wonderful key. Mm. It's interesting that uh, in in the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus actually explains to us, look, here's how you're going to live a full life, a blessed life, including dating, including marriage. This is how it should work. And at the end of that sermon in, in Matthew 7, he says that those of you who hear these words of mine and put them into practice mm. are like people who build their house mm. upon a rock. Mm. And the storms will come but that house will stay yeah. strong. Yeah. If the alternate, he says, is the people who don't put these words into practice do their own thing, 
live for the ways of this world, it's like building your house on sand. Mm-hmm. When the storm comes, it's going to fall. And I know that in, in our worst moments, it was God's promises that, we, that I clung to mm-hmm. um, in the brokenness, knowing that Jesus was there, knowing that the Holy Spirit was there to, to give me new love, fresh love that was unending. It was his love. Yeah. The Bible calls it agape love. It's an unending, unconditional love that he was giving to me that I could then pass on to Jeannie. Mm. I used to have times where I'd say to God, I can't do this anymore. I'm too broken. Mm-hmm. It's hurting too much because everything, every effort I, I poured onto her, she would, she would kick me in the face, so to speak, because of her brokenness and her grief. Mm. You can't do that in your yeah. natural love. It's impossible. Oh. But I knew that God, God hates divorce and he wanted, us, wanted me to keep loving. And so I was holding on to God's promises, letting God the Holy Spirit fill me afresh. And we came through. God brought us through into triumph. We're more in love now. Our love's deeper now than ever before. The point being is that when you're looking and thinking about a future spouse, that that, yes, obviously we were hugely attracted to each other physically and everything else. That's that's important. But I would argue that actually character and a person of God, whether it's a man or a woman, a person of God is of much greater greater value because there are storms. Yeah. Everyone's going to face storms. Jesus said, in this world, you'll have trouble. Yes. And yeah. so, yeah, we had minor storms before, but mm-hmm. when you have a major storm, uh, your foundation mm-hmm. is going to be tested. Yes. What are you standing on? And how many people do we know where they started off with beautiful marriages, everything mm-hmm. looked great, and then a storm came mm-hmm. and it all mm-hmm. fell apart? Yes. And, they, and then they go through years upon years of brokenness and loneliness as mm-hmm. the whole thing falls apart. What's the point of that? Yeah. You want to build on solid rock, yes. on Jesus. Even if that means waiting, yeah. it's much better to wait and build on solid rock to have something that will go on for 37 yes. until Jesus comes back. That can, that can endure the storms yeah. and hardships and yeah. tsunamis of yeah. life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What you're saying of character and a heart for God and mm. is so, I mean, that is critical right and yeah it's it's so mm. critical and i often talk about you know what character traits do you look for but mm. um i think something that you guys are saying that we really i think especially as millennials especially as a culture where we're kind of seeking mm. our instant gratification mm. something that we've kind of lost through this all is the idea of sacrificial love which you yeah. guys are talking about and which really is the whole picture of your marriage right and um I think when we don't really realize what sacrificial love is and how to do that, uh, we we're setting ourselves up for a very potential difficult marriage. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Even if you've got yeah. a great on the you know to start with, everything's great and you're all romantic right. and you're head over heels in love. <laughs> yeah, that's only for a season. Yeah, and and the the big thing is where's your foundation? Right, what are you standing on? And I, we always, we've always loved that, that picture in the Bible where, where it says that a three-corded strand in Proverbs is, 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 is mm. not easily broken. Mm. What does that look like? It's like a triangle that mm. first has got to be Jesus yeah. for, for both the, the husband and the wife. He's got to be first. It's not about yeah. us. It's about him. Yes. And that's what draws us together. That's what makes a strong, a strong marriage where we put his will ahead of our will. That's the cross. Yeah. Not my will, but your will be done. And then Jesus went and laid his life down at the cross, even in great agony. Yeah. The, so sacrificial love, it costs. I mean, uh, you know, Jesus, we're taught in Romans Romans 12, a living sacrifice. Yeah. Take If you want to follow Jesus, he said, take up your cross daily yes. and follow me. Yes. And it's the key is in the dying 
brings the glory. Yeah. It's either your life or his life. Mm. So when we lay down our lives, guess what? His life comes through. That's why we yes. have this amazing joy in the middle of our sorrow. Yes. Makes no sense. And it's difficult to do. It is. It's difficult. But the beauty of that is Jesus can more clearly come through. And what I always say to people, and of course, it's one of the hardest things to do, lay down your selfishness and be sacrificial for another. But in that, you become more and more like Jesus. Friends, okay, exciting news. So through all of my podcast conversations, meeting with pastors, speakers, and authors, the reading of every relationship book under the sun, coupled with my own 15 years of dating experience, I have realized that I am bursting at the seams with knowledge and insight. So I took everything I learned throughout my 15 years of dating experience, and I created something amazing, and I'm excited to be introducing it to you today via the Date Great course. The Date Great course is a time for you to dive into transforming your dating life. I will equip you over a five-week time span with the knowledge, tools, and insight you need to love your dating life again and find a healthy, lasting Christian relationship. In module one, we're going to talk about how singleness is not a disease. We'll discuss how we can steward this time well to cultivate holy ambition and develop disciplines that will set us up for marriage. In module two, we'll talk about what is dating anyway, and we'll go over an awareness of your real intentions and ambitions in dating. I will also give you a framework for the various stages of dating, how to navigate each one, and how to initiate different kinds of conversations. In module three, we'll talk about dating essentials. We'll talk about how to know you're dateable, what qualities do you need to have, and then what kind of qualities do you really need to look for in someone else? What kind of a list should you have? Lastly, in module four, we're going to talk about how do you know that you know as we walk through the discernment process and truly determining if you want to spend your life with someone. We will also discuss breakups and how to handle them on either side. There will also be bonus content, including the ultimate dating essentials checklist, the top secrets to initiating, the love thyself guide, and the ultimate breakup Bible study and prayer guide. I am giving Heart of Dating listeners the chance to get on a special list to have first access to this course. You can visit heartofdating.com slash date great to reserve your spot today. I have so much hope and excitement for all of you. I really don't want you to have to go through all the pain, destruction, and frustration I went through. You are ready for freedom and breakthrough and an amazing relationship. So visit heartofdating.com slash date great. So in this process of learning how to be sacrificial, I think that we sometimes don't even know how to do that practically in dating and in relationships. Mm. And I see a lot of relationships fail because people don't go into relationships knowing how do I be sacrificial Mm -hmm. um, in dating or in relationships. So do you guys have any advice for what that might look like in dating relationships even Um, just for people who are like, well, I'm not sure how to actually practically do that because it is harder than just having friendships with individuals. I think at the the end of the day, it's it's about I is it is it me or is it God's will, you know it's, that's the that's the two that's the whole thing isn't it? Am I living for me or am I living for God's will? Yeah. Not even ahead of the other person. I think you've got to come back to Jesus, uh, where, where you see He was in absolute agony. But what did He say? Nevertheless, not my will, mm-hmm. but Your will be done. Yeah. And all He lived for was was His Father's will. That's what we're called to live for. Mm-hmm. It's Jesus's will. So when you're coming to dating. And in marriage, it's the first question is, Lord, what do you want? Mm-hmm. And and that means putting yourself out. You know, the I, the I want to do this. Now, this is what I want. But actually, Lord, what do you want? And that might mean, okay, what is what is my partner? Yeah. What are what are they? What will be best for them? How can I bless them? Because the whole thing of loving is is wanting to bless other people, mm-hmm. isn't it? 
Not that you become a doormat, but actually there's going to be times where it's going to be uncomfortable and you're going to have to put yourself out. Right. Which is so contrary to the world because the world always says, no, no, it's all about me. I've got to be happy. I've got to have what I want. It's not the way in the kingdom of God. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's going to get hard. And that's another thing. We live in such a comfortable environment, don't we? Culture. Yeah. You know, we've got to learn what it means to put yourself out and Mm. to, to die to self. It hurts. Be in the uncomfortable sometimes. Yeah. You know, put yeah. yourself in uncomfortable situations, have the uncomfortable, you know, talks with people that you may be wanting to avoid, you yeah. know, or, and just like you're saying, if let's say I'm an introvert or I'm an extrovert, someone's an introvert, um, or vice versa, you sometimes have to be, go out of your comfort zone yeah. if you're dating someone who yeah. is very different from you in yes. that way. And oh, we're we're so to... different. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so it's those little things, right? So different. Yes. Incredible. Yeah. yeah. And you don't want to date someone that's exactly like you. I don't want to just date an extrovert that loves Disneyland and, you know, is, you know, mm. loves polka dots. Um, but <laughs> but it truly, you know, it is sometimes being that like, okay, this is not my natural inclination per se. Yes. Yes. How can I bless that other person? Yes. How can I be sacrificial for them today or do yes. something that might um, be that may be unexpected? For yes. Them? Mm-hmm. Yes. And I think the other thing is important to say here is that there's, one of the things I learned in that darkest of dark hours was the throne of grace. It's yeah. Hebrews 4, verse 16. And that in my brokenness, I could go to that throne of grace and offload my pain, my suffering, and in its place, God gave me his life mm. and his love. Yeah. It's a great transfer that goes on there. And so that that's a beautiful thing. What is God's grace? It's everything you need to yeah. do his will. Mm. His will is that you keep on loving. And, and so he, he'll give us uh, more love, his love poured into our hearts, more strength. Yeah. Sometimes you feel very weak, more wisdom, more guidance. Whatever you need yeah. to do his will, that's what grace is. It's Jesus yeah. at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. He gives us his life in exchange for our life. Mm-hmm. You hang on to your life, you say, okay, well, you're hanging on to your life. You're not letting me in. Right. Lay your life down and guess what my life will flow through. Amen. And I think it's like laying it all down, right? Because we like to yes. lay little bits of it. We're like, okay, well, this I'll put here. Yeah. You know, but not all of me. Or yes. I won't give up that. Or yes. I won't do that. I'll do some of this, but not all. Yes. So yeah. I think that's so key and in relationship as exactly that as well. Yes. And um, and Jeannie, I know you've said in the, I've heard, I read this somewhere um, in an article from you guys that you mentioned that you don't believe that anything is really random anymore. And I I love that I heard you guys talk about that because in all that you've been through and all that you've grieved and and experienced, um, sometimes we can hold on to the things that are happening where we're like, well, why did that happen? That did not need to happen. You know, we grieve with God and we fight and um, wrestle with God. So I just love to hear you maybe talk a little bit on that. Well, um, nothing is random. Mm-hmm. Um, um, it is at great cost that I would say that mm. when um, the enemy would whisper such lies to me um, when we went through our our grieving and our tsunami storm. But um, scripture speaks, Psalm 139, it speaks mm. of how our so was, time... Yes are in in God's hands and it's been an amazing thing to me um, to know 
that God has been over every single moment, mm. yeah. the good times and the bad times. Mm. He is truly over our lives because, you see, what he's doing is he's pruning us and he's drawing us unto himself. And I, my heart's broken and he is close to the brokenhearted and I feel God so close to me. So nothing is random in God. He knew exactly, um, he goes before us. He, he knew exactly the day Alex would go home and how to heaven. Mm. And he knew exactly the day Rebecca would go home to heaven. He knew that we would be here today mm. blessing him and lifting his name up with you, Kate. And so mm. so nothing is random. He is sovereign God. Mm. Mm. Um, mm. It's amazing to hear Jeannie say that because yeah. for a long, long time she, she would never be able to say that. And yeah. in fact, she lost her faith for two years and, God has bit by bit opened her eyes. And as she mentioned, Psalm 139.16, it says, I knew you from your mother's womb. Every day of your life was written in my book yes. before one of them came to be. Yeah. I know the plans I have for you, Jeremiah 29.11, right. plans to bless you, not to harm you, plans mm. to give you a hope and a future. And we had to wrestle with these thoughts. Yes. Lord, God, have you lost control without mm. allowing this to happen? Is it that you're not sovereign? Is it that Satan's more, more powerful than mm. you, that this should happen? And when then we that's that's where eternity came in. Yes. Then we realized in the context of eternity, God was going to turn it around for for, for his glory. Mm. Alex and Rebecca aren't dead. They're, they're more alive than we are. They both knew mm. Jesus. Alex made a terrible mistake, but the blood of Jesus covers our sins and yeah. our mistakes, including suicide. Some people get confused with that, but he yes. does. So they're more alive than we are. We're going to see them again. It's just we have to suffer now every day because yes. we miss them. But he's sovereign and he's using it now to reach hundreds and thousands of people through his grace coming to us, flowing through us to help other people. Mm. So we we know, we know he is yes. all powerful, mm. all powerful. He's over our lives. He, and that, the thing is, he loves us so incredibly. Um, of course he wants the best for us. Yes. Of course he's got the best yes. spouse for us. Yes. Yes. But but I, I just want to, to, to say that, what I say is, I don't, I don't say lightly, because um, I don't know if it's English humour, but mm. I just thought, you know, it's incredible since the encounter how God, in His tender mercy, has invited. Jared's always been invited to speak, but it it, it always um, scares me when they say, mm. "Oh, and and Jeannie as well." Mm. So you know, I sh I share that for God's glory because I joke to myself, "Gosh." If, if I'd been asked to speak before, it would have been completely different. Oh, yeah. So it, it is it is yeah. since God's encounter yes. that he has, um, it is a wonder and a joy to me that he poured so much into me, which I can't share it all now. But I, I just wanted to say that. But I'd, I also say that I think um, to be patient, love is patient, mm. and to continue being godly, is 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 very important yeah we believe that god's got a perfect spouse yes. marriage is god's idea yes. Yes. romance is god's idea yes. he delights yes. in yes. romance yes. he yes. loves it yes it, it thrills his, his heart mm -hmm. yes his idea and so the genie mentioned about patience mm -hmm. and the importance of waiting yes waiting for the person that god's planned for you yes mm -hmm. and, and to be 
Um, I've got uh, Matthew six thirty three is is very important scripture to me. Seek his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you as well. Mm. And the very well-known one, Proverbs 3, I'll just say these two again, 5 and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding, and in all your ways submit to him, and he will make your path straight. And then Hebrews 6.12, we do not want you to become lazy, but to imitate those who through faith and patience mm. Um, inherit what he what has been promised mm. and um, when we were pastors in London um, we we had um, the privilege of seeing so and praying through with different um, single people it was a joy mm. to to wait patiently with them to keep godly keeping God's word um, and to see that God did bring over the years yeah. a wonderful husband or wife yes. and um I'd say one of the hallmarks of our church was many things, but all the marriages were incredibly strong. Yeah, didn't have one divorce in 22 years. Wow. Yeah. And so. That's such a feat with our statistics. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. yeah. Yes. So yeah. all glory to God for that. But it, it, you know, he does give us the keys in the Bible. Yes, he does. You know, yes, love is yeah. patient. Yeah. That is huge. Yeah. Oh, gosh, yeah. 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 And it's worth waiting for because he's got, he's got the very best. I, I was surprised um when a, when a friend of ours uh, invited us to to the movies and um i was so deeply touched on you tell this one because it's a oh it's well, a, it's, well it's just again me i'm so oh, it's silly with the humor <laughs> we have a sweet friend who walked with us in um she knew rebecca she was on rebecca's board and she was unbelievable mm. in walking with us she stepped into our grief with us anyway she was always wanting to do fun things which is adorable anyway um one day she she says uh oh i i've booked for us to go to the cinema and uh, i was like, oh we love the cinema it's so exciting and then we, we got there my heart sank it was cinderella <sighs> and so i thought oh my goodness, Gerard is not going to like Cinderella. <laughs> he is a real man's man, you know, passionate, adventurous, exciting, men with flags and marching and good old war films. And um, it had complete, so I was sitting there thinking, oh, my goodness. And it was completely the opposite. Yeah. I mean, you should say that bit. Well, I mean, I, well, yeah, you, there, was, there was one. Spiritual, there was such a spiritual. Spiritual message to it, yeah. yeah. It was a bit where, where she comes in her to meet meet the, the her bridegroom that yeah. the, the prince yeah with her blue dress and they're dancing and i just it just it's like the spirit of god just said you know this is the the bride and bridegroom it's the it's the uh, wedding feast of the lamb mm. and that's god's romance you know yes. we are the bride of christ there's going to be a day when we come together but it just touched my heart how much god loves romance and oh, you know yeah. so it's worth waiting the point in all this i guess it's worth waiting <laughs> i love that for the most beautiful thing that he's planned yeah. planned for you and don't go early and you know and mess things up let god mm -hmm. do it to the perfect person and just yeah. just to say um for the sweet sisters who may might be listening um we we 
wherever we were invited when we had that season, we were telling all the men to go and see Cinderella. <laughs> if did. Gerard could see yes. Cinderella and be touched by it spiritually. Yes. So it's a good thing. That's yes. a good thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. love a man who can love a good Disney film or rom-com. So. I know. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I, it was it's such true. fun. We did giggle about that. But yes. anyway. And was, God does love And our friend, our friend knew exactly the right, she's very spiritual and she knew exactly the right movie. So yes. what do I know? Yeah. <laughs> If there are any last things that you guys want to say or recommend or fill us with today. And um, I always ask also the listeners towards the end of the interview or the guests towards the end of the interview, if you have any um, last nuggets of dating advice, I'd love to hear that. And any just last words, because you just this has been so encouraging and beautiful. And so I just want to give you the opportunity to kind of share anything else on your heart. Well, I think we one that we'd love to point people if we may to a, a couple of uh, resources that have come out of yes. our brokenness yeah. um, so Satan tried to destroy our marriage and mm. and our, our belief is that God has caused us not only to redeem us to restore us but also to cause us to triumph yes. so any area that we've been attacked in that God wants to turn it around for his glory and so we've we've now written this thing called triumph for marriage yes. it's an e-learning course and it's for those people who are single now mm-hmm. to learn about marriage in yes. ahead of time. That's wisdom. Yes. But also we have one of the lessons in here is how to find a godly spouse. Yes. So we go through mm-hmm. the biblical because there's many keys in Scripture. How do you find the person that God's got for you? So mm-hmm. that's one of our lessons. So we'd love to point people towards that. Mm-hmm. It's triumphformarriage.com. Okay, perfect. Mm-hmm. That's a great, yes. great and resource. And these things really work. Yeah. Because we're here today. Yes. Oh, yeah. They're what, what we walked through. These are, these are the biblical principles. Who better principles. to learn from? You know, just everybody <laughs> listening, like if you from don't God, have yes. a godly um, couple mentor in your life, it is so invaluable to have that in your life and in relationships. So, and that's why, I mean, obviously this course is such a, such a rich gift to all of us, all the singles, dating, relationship, and married, um, to learn from those who have really triumphed, right? And it's, it's Praise God. yeah, to yes. really learn from those who have conquered. Yes. So yes. I highly, highly recommend. Oh, that's everyone. good. Thank you. Glory to God. And then you mentioned running from the heart dying. Yes, um, I, I just, um, Rebecca was single and she was waiting yeah. for a godly man and she was very um, beautiful and she, she, I fell upon her her journals mm. and I, I with Gerard, we were, have been honoured to um, write, uh, it's a little devotional called Running from the Heart oh, yes. and um that might be a, an encouragement mm. to oh, any absolutely. sweet girls. Yeah. Um, uh, the heart of that was as well to for people to come to faith, mm. and mm. we heard that some people yeah. have. Yeah, well, it's, it's it's great because it's a it's a story of a, a godly woman mm-hmm. who wanted to put Jesus first in the midst of all the pressures that, yeah. that we all face, and uh, you know many many guys were chasing after her. And uh, she faced challenges, brokenness because of of uh, Alex. Mm. And one of the things, one of the one of the chapters in there is on solitude. Oh, and yes. you know, one of the issues that are big today is this whole thing of loneliness. Yes. And so she ad- addresses that in this particular chapter, right. how she turned loneliness into solitude, something so beautiful. Mm. And it's a great message there. That's amazing. Not to be alone. Yeah. She went. She went deep into God in the the, t- the season of when she felt lonely, mm. and then she felt she's, what she's written. You know, she wrote, uh, "Solitude leads to peace, 
whereas loneliness leads to anxiety. Mm. Solitude is enjoyable, but but loneliness is unpleasant. And just lots of little pearls of wisdom like that, that as she sought God and God's word. Um, she, she was real. We're real. This yes. is real. We're yes. living it. Yes. We're living it. Yes. This is real. Yes. This is. And the, I love, love, love that she wrote that because, especially from a single woman's perspective, because, or mm. for many single men too, it still relates, but we have mm. an epidemic of loneliness in our country yeah. and our we world. Hear, we and hear that. It causes all sorts of depression and, and, you know, a slew of other issues because, yes. even though, you know, apparently we're supposed to be more connected than ever with technology and all of these forms yes. of connecting, but mm. in ways we're just yes. becoming actually more lonely than ever. Yes. Mm. Um, but I love that because being alone, have, being in solitude is a beautiful gift, actually. Yes, it sure is. Um, and because we Amen. can surrender more of ourselves yes. to God and we can draw closer to Him in That's those times right. yes. of solitude. That's but if right. we see it as, I am lonely, I am lonely, it becomes this definition that defines us as a yeah. loneliness, which yes. it doesn't have to, right? No, 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 that's, no. Right. no that's right. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And she had such a walk with the Lord. People would, would say she was a modern-day saint. I mean, they just, mm. they just, she had such an impact on people's lives. Mm. But you have to, just like a marriage, you have to wrestle with these things sometimes right, right. and yeah. come to a place of rest and peace in, in what God says. Yes. He defines our identity, yes. not the world, not mm. our situation. It's what God says. And she came to that, didn't she? So she had great peace on her mm. through that. She was a great athlete. So she related her spiritual walk with being an athlete. Oh, wow. And it was lovely. And I just saw that she said, I am thankful for this season. He who began a good work in me will carry it on to completion. He has pruned the areas of my heart. That have been proud and deceived, misled, selfish, etc. There is a new peace in my heart and it will keep growing. I understand the magnitude of the sacrifice that has been made for me. God has made me, has been speaking to me the whole time and I missed so much. Mm. And, um, that was sort of at the end of it and we, we saw her come through that and she had a sweet thing of when she was had a race she would sweetly go um to a quiet place and just think through the tactics of her race because she was an 800 meter runner which if you know anything about running that's very fast twice around the track and it's really gutsy and really hard and you have to think tactically and and she would allude that to being quiet in the god because then in, in god then when you go out in your day um you know, you, you, you're going to have a tough day. 800 meters is a tough race. But um, she, she had the victory. She was, she was never alone. Mm. God is always with us. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think, uh, yeah, just to answer your question as well, you were saying in the yes. last little nuggets. Yes. I think one of, the, one of the things is to encourage uh, folks who are listening is that, that you're written into God's story. Mm. You yes. have a specific That's part it. in the bigger picture that yes. God is, is writing. Was Shakespeare said the whole world's a stage mm. and uh, men and women all have our parts. Yeah. You know, we, we have our entrances and our exits. That's it. And we're written into God's story. And so in his story, in his script, there's great joy. Mm. There's great peace. There's great love. And don't go off script. Mm. Don't take things into your own heart. Be patient. Keep whatever uh, season you're in. Uh, make sure you make the most of it to yes. get the most out of what God's what God's saying to you. Like she said, she missed some things 
because she was distracted. Yes, yes. So don't get distracted by what the world is saying, but rather hear what God is saying to you through the Holy Spirit and through his word, mm. because he wants us to be faithful in every season, yes. faithful to what he wants to show us, faithful to his word, faithful to the things he's planned for us. Mm-hmm. That's, the, that's the key to life. And that's the key to great dating and great marriage. Yes, and that and that to me is what is keeping. That's real. That's the real bit, not not the striving after something that, you know, will just fizzle out. And 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 to answer your question as well, um, what to look for, um, I think we all know men and women are so different. Mm-hmm. Women are so emotional, so yeah. complicated. Yeah. Well, I am. I'll speak for myself. And men, <laughs> male, <laughs> men are just wonderfully different and i and i love that i love that they're different and as, as we've alluded to you know if you've got one in your marriage i was blessed to have dad who is holding on to god's promises um mm. you will you will make through these seasons and i know that communication is a key and my way of communication with Jared is not just to talk it through although i do it is to pray together. Yeah, mm. that's good. When you're single or when you're married, to pray together. Mm. That is the communication point for me and Gerard. Mm. We talk in prayers. We we are just saying scripture to each other. But yeah. I'm talking 40 years now. When we first got married, mm-hmm. again, Gerard is a man after God. He, he, prayer was so important to him. It wasn't so important to me then. It was, it, as it is, obviously now it's my, my bread. Mm-hmm. But... Um, we almost um, practiced praying together mm. when it didn't feel natural. Yeah. And so yeah. there'd be the two of us in a room. <laughs> and I I just, I'm so grateful to this day that Gerard did that because at the time I did not take it seriously. But, <laughs> she didn't. <laughs> but I'm so grateful to God that I have a man who mm. who is um, so strong in, in, in God's word. Mm. I pray that for everybody. Yes, me too. (laughs) You guys, what a delight today just to hear your story, your wisdom, the pictures of endurance and redemption and steadfast love and sacrificial love and um, just all that he's done in your life. Um, Thank you both so, so much for Mm -hmm. sharing this wisdom, your story. Um, I just know, I know from the depth of my heart that this is going to be so encouraging to everyone listening. That's the prayer. (laughs) So thank you just for delighting me today with your story and delighting all of us listeners. Well, thank you. Thank you, Kate. You're precious. Thank you. I don't know about you, friends, but I definitely had moments of tears throughout that conversation today. What a beautiful testimony of God's redemptive love and care for us. Also, what a miraculous story of a powerful couple who has been through the worst, but is that much stronger because of it. Don't you want a story like that? A story that withstands all the hardships that life has to throw at you? For my single and dating listeners, you want a marriage like this. One that could withstand the true tornadoes of life. You want someone who reflects the heart of God, someone who's sacrificial, and someone who will fight for you in your marriage despite whatever life throws your way. As I said today, character and a person of God is much greater of value than attraction because there are storms in life. Y'all, I hope this was encouraging and even challenging to you today. And I want to encourage you to check out Gerard and Jeannie's e-learning course today at triumphofmarriage.com. I cannot be more thankful for your support of the Heart of Dating podcast. I am blown away by your rankings, reviews, messages, all of it. 
If you want to be a part of our inner circle and support what we are doing, we encourage you to pledge any dollar amount that you want on our Patreon page at patreon.com slash heart of dating. Also, if you like this podcast, would you please consider giving us a review? It helps us immensely and we cannot thank you more. Until next time, friends. Friends.